Is that an interview that you actually gave with Katie Couric? Is that an interview that I actually gave with Katie Couric? Yeah. What's your name again? <laughs> hey, well, that, that's not the question. What's the his question? name? Pete Ross. Huh? Pete Ross. Pete Ross. Yeah. That's a stupid-ass question. You just saw me on there giving an interview with her. Okay. So that was you. Did you perform at the Virgin Mobile Music Fest in 2008 with Kanye West? I don't know, but I know I did perform at this badass bitch birthday party recently. She was crazy, stupid thick. Is going to be found on the on the course of that is the first and last uh-huh of today. <laughs> uh, hello, Stoppies. We're Hi. back. It me. It who? Who is it? My name is Mike Don. I'm here with Heather Mack. And hi, uh, you're listening to Make It Stop. Bad music. Good times. That's yeah. right. And uh, we're here with another new episode. Uh, uh, you know, um, <laughs> with an artist that's near to dear, near and dear to our hearts in many ways. We went, we went through, you know, some critical periods of our own development. Uh, was the soundtrack to that time was uh, the artist that we're going to be talking about today that you might have gleaned from our intro uh, from our that unintelligible you, that you might have gleaned when you clicked on the episode that says <laughs> what album and artist we're listening to. Yeah, I don't. Why, yeah, why do we always tease the audience? Yeah, like, we're like, oh. <laughs> There's a picture of him, uh, and, and like, they're staring at it right now. <laughs> so, yeah, we're doing Rebirth by Lil like, Wayne. Ooh, yeah. His rock album in 2010. Stoppies. It's not good. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Another thing that we don't have to tease you about on the show is we definitely do talk about the worst music, uh, the worst albums ever made uh, by notorious, you know, notoriously terrible albums. This in particular is one of our most notoriously terrible albums that we'll be reviewing. And it's weird that it actually took us this long, but it's because I think we had to wait for the right person. Right. We needed to make sure that we had the 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 guest that we have today in the room with us Indeed. all the way from Lee Massachusetts he's our friend he's our former college roommate can you call him a roommate if he lived on a mattress in the hallway I don't know oh, that was, that was he was a hallmate <laughs> no no he lived in a hallway too don't worry I he, thought he lived on the couch he had a sheet was that a, was a curtain it was a friendly squatter those <laughs> those the Casbah <laughs> with a mattress with tapestries around it yep. <laughs> Russell Chisholm ladies and gentlemen Russell Chisholm oh, hello world Folks. thank you guys so much for having me I'm a giant fan of the show <laughs> to be honest I was just listening to it uh, today 
and also before that. And um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I've, I've known these guys for a really long time. And um, I used to live in their hallways and couches and different non-bedroom areas of houses. <laughs> never a bedroom. Of. Never, never a bedroom. Yeah. Never. Yeah, that's that's really not for me. But yeah, you know, um, I'm always a, a bed's made. I've, I've been a giant Lil Wayne fan. Uh, I gotta say, uh, when I first met these these cats. I uh, was rocking some some Drought Three uh, from yesteryear, like two thousand and what, like six or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Drought Three, I think, was oh seven. The, the good old days, right? And that was some good music. Let me tell you, and it holds up, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and you introduced it. us to Lil Wayne. That's right. That's you, right. You introduced us to Lil Wayne by playing "Upgrade You" remix from the Drought Three like eight times a day, every day. That's right. And I learned all the words. We all learned all the words. I mean, you had to at that point. <laughs> That's the appropriate number of times to play it. It's like playing "Drowning Pool" to prisoners of war. Eventually, they're gonna <laughs> either oh, yeah. they're gonna start liking it or they're gonna break. Well, I loved it. You know, <laughs> and so we many, loved it. So many great lines on that on that uh, on that mixtape. I'm so motherfucking high, I could eat a star. Oh, my oh. God. Amazing. Truly amazing. Yeah, let me upgrade you. You may not be your model, but I, I can upgrade you. Yeah. Oh, man. It was a simpler the time. Sweetest girl? Come on. Come sweetest on. girl? Can't, can't oh, forget my the sweetest God. Girl. Can't forget. I literally can't. It's I tell you, I get real, real perpetually into my mind. He was on top of the world uh, in like 07, 08. You know, he dropped the car to three. It sold huge. It seemed like he was featured on every single yeah. song on the radio. He was doing like 60 fucking features a month or something. It was crazy. Well, and maybe that's the problem because it feels like this album was put together. It was like cobbled together of like influences from bands and artists that he had either guested with or just ran into at the VMAs one time. It was photographed in a picture with him. Was like you know what I guess I'll be Weezer or yeah. Limp Biscuit or fucking any of these other endless artists that you know we're gonna be listening to him ape pretty over the next pretty twelve songs mix, pretty eclectic mix of bad artists yes apes, yes of course the album yeah uh, but yeah no it's interesting you know uh, he was on top of the world and then sort of he just um, got way too addicted to promethazine cough syrup yeah. I think and, it was like a big ego kind of situation right. and like yeah obviously the drugs. The drugs and the ego, yeah. <laughs> he muddled, like, muddled his brain. He felt like not only am I the best rapper alive, like I can do anything. I can, can be a rock star. I can play guitar yeah, flawlessly can, instantly. Yeah, I don't need to learn how to play guitar. I'll just no. play a guitar. And then it's uh, uh, what, what, who needs lessons? And he also thought he was a skateboarder yeah. a little bit after this, yeah. too. Yep. It's, like, it's when, like, dude, you can't become a professional skateboarder when you're in your early 30s. I'm right. sorry. It it's like CM Punk way. trying to join the MMA. Right. It did not work it out It didn't well work out. Like, just your competence in one area does not... And not just your competence. I mean, let's be real. Greatest rapper alive was the moniker that he rightly held. I think it was true sure. for, about, for about nine months. Yeah, he uh, went from hero to zero pretty quick. Yeah, quick. and like we were pretty fucked up during that time, right? right. I mean, yeah, so I mean, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and even we were like, we're drawing a line here. Like, what got you into Lil Wayne to begin with? Well, uh, we were listening to a lot of rap, as they do in small towns in America, and uh, riding around feeling real gangster. And uh, Hard R. I, I don't know. I feel like my brother showed me Carter One, and I was like, was, I, I, and I really liked it. And Carter One didn't blow up too too big or nothing. I don't think, right? It was still kind of small potatoes, right? And then all of a sudden, a few years later, everybody's like, oh my god, Fireman, right? Carter Two. 
And then I started using the internet. Uh, <laughs> I've heard and, of that. And I, and, and I pirated tons of, well, whatever. I mean, you can't get his mixtapes. You can't buy them nowhere and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it, it turns out that he had a bajillion songs over other people's beats where he was unbelievably good. And the Drought 3, for instance, uh, is like totally like, you got you got to listen to that. Stoppies, if you haven't heard Drought 3, you got to go get it on whatever torrent site. Drought but, is um, Over was also good. Yeah. Uh, dedication to, like, he just had so many songs that random on Dat Piff for just putting, you know, droppings together into one fucking... That's it. Massive, thing. massive collections of him massacring other people's uh, beats. And he's just so amazing. So I started listening to him nonstop. I come up to uh, No Pro, North Prospect Street, the house uh, we all used to chill at in Amherst when we were in college. They were in college. Had... I was like, whatever. <laughs> I was like chilling. There was like 13 of us. I was, I was finding myself, right? So And I come up there and I'm like, all right, uh, Lil Wayne, right? And they were kind of whatever. There's some like punk. Guy ska people or something. I don't know. It was kind of an eclectic. <laughs> it was a weird group. hippie. It was an eclectic punk there, mix. There was a little bit of hip hop going on. There not too much hippie music for hippies, to be honest with you. There was like one guy who liked jam bands, and it was me. So um, <laughs> I started playing a bunch of Lil Wayne all the time. I don't know exactly how it happened, but you guys started to get into it, and uh, I was doing a bit of rapping myself at the time, and so was everyone. As we were, as, as were we. We were all we were all rapping it we up. We were. We were raptastic. Subliminal in yep. the house. Subliminal. Yep, that was my stage name. I guess you could say it still is. I haven't rapped in a while. I do a bit of freestyling here and there, but seldom. Maybe let, let's get a little less yeah. circle cypher going. Cypher going yeah. Off mic, please. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe later. You'll never know, Stoppies. Uh, You'll have to pay right. for that exclusive content. <laughs> you never yeah. know. Al, yeah. Yeah. We Make- start a Patreon just for us doing freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, right? I, I might be releasing a mixtape. Who, who knows? Who knows? Act like you might not know. Uh, right? See? Great callback Deep. as I diverge. But uh, yeah, so anyway, I listened to a lot of Lil Wayne uh, loudly, and you guys got into it, and it turns out he's amazing. And then uh, shortly later, probably like right as we were getting into it, he was starting to lose his mind and uh, write this uh, horrible ap- apocryphal album. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I use that word correctly. I don't, I don't think know. So. I don't think so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but we're keeping it. Yeah, we'll leave it in. Simply apocryphal. <laughs> Um, uh, all right, yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah, this album was very, very apocryphal, uh, and uh, people uh, hated it. That's what that means, right? This album was released in 2010, uh, as Lil Wayne's star was fading just a little bit, but, like, I think... A pe- little. A little bit. I think people still uh, believed in him, you know, like, he started Cash Mo- or he started Young Money Records, and, you know, signed Nicki Minaj, and, and Mac And Mane. Drake. And Drake, and, oh, like, yeah. you know, he, he's have still... Have you heard of him? <laughs> he was doing that sort of you shit. Aubrey? Heard. <laughs> um, but at the same time, he started bringing a guitar to his concerts, and and he would do like uh, he would do little parts of his set where he would play guitar, and like he didn't know how to play guitar right. at all. Well, every single thing he did on every song was just him going like. It was like a little kid on a, a Fender Squire. It was, remember, it was, you remember those things? Yeah, <laughs> little kid. He's yeah. like, I can. This is a note. Except he had like he had like a, a six grand Les Paul that he was fucking <laughs> playing a note on, just bending one string. Well, he was like wearing it. I mean, it was like an accessory. It was like you know, fucking Avril Lavigne's tie. Like she wasn't going to any boardroom meetings. Okay, like <laughs> she was. That was a. It was an outfit. It was. A, it was a. It was a costume. It's a flavor yeah. flavor clock. He didn't need to yeah. know what time it was. <laughs> Right, right. It's a major prop. If you watch the music videos on this album, he uh, he is he is loving having this guitar. Oh yeah, like he's just so pumped to be standing in front of a, a stand-up microphone with a guitar, and just the image of being a rock star was obviously so appealing to him. But which, which like you know, 
Giving, given like uh, Kid Cudi's obsession with being miserable with a guitar, I, I'll take like Lil Wayne's exuberance uh, in some ways, in some ways. And honestly, there was a, like a few little elements, again, similarly to uh, to Kid Cudi, where like you can almost see where he's going with this and it could be okay. And I think really what kills it, which we will hear lots of today, is the auto-tune and the vocal fucking uh bullshit that is is you know rampant throughout this album but yeah even before he decided to play rock music he was going overboard on that auto-tune like at this era like if you listen to dedication three there's auto-tune on like every song and he's just rapping this is the auto tune era. This is like the T Pain, right? Like, like, uh, like blue. Well, up yeah, and yeah. This a little is, earlier, well, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's the formula, auto tune." That right. was something I found in my research was, was that apparently this album, like the Rebirth, was supposed to be referring to the rebirth of auto tune. Well, Jay Z on the Blueprint Three had that song, "Death of Auto Tune." Oh, so that's okay. That yeah. makes sense. Did yeah, uh, DOA. Okay, I get it now. So yeah, that's that's actually what Rebirth stands for, or I guess is in reference to. Here's the thing um, with the way Lil Wayne uses autotune, though. Because the thing is, if you listen to T-Pain, uh, he's singing yes. and then autotuning his singing voice. Well, Lil Wayne is making weird warbles oh into an God. autotune. Oh weird it, it, you can't just do that. It's not going to turn your... It's not going to turn into real notes if you're not even trying to sing. It didn't really add anything to it. The oh songs where he had auto tunes that were good His... were good, like despite that. You know what I mean? Like there was some stuff when he was starting auto tune that was still all right. Like he was like he was still rapping. It was still trying to be hip hop. Yeah, right. But that and was I was that... like, all right, whatever. Auto tune. But have you listened I for- I to, to the way the man speaks and on like a in like general? You know what I mean? Like his uh... his regular speaking voice is auto tuned. Like it, it it it's already warped and cracked and froggy it's and so he's an low. alien he's an alien right it's he's the not opiates a, he's that's not what a human y- being your, your voice gets like low like it's, it's i'm telling you it's the it's the scissor the, the way that he started really overdoing the auto-tune actually reminds me a lot of um fishbone with the theremin yes it was like his theremin yeah if yeah. you guys don't know the band fishbone Check uh, there's out. a great documentary about them do you remember the name of that documentary everyday sunshine everyday sunshine if you watch that documentary it's, it t- goes over their whole career and they were like a ska adjacent uh, funk adjacent sort of you know uh, uh, band from the 80s I feel like our stoppies are sophisticated enough to know who Fishbone yeah, is on, and if they don't go fucking right. google well, I'm just, it I'm just setting it up <laughs> uh, and there's a part you know it goes over their whole career and there's a point in their career where the lead singer what's his face uh, Angelo Moore Angelo Moore just discovers that the band, the uh, uh, the instrument, the theremin exists, yeah. and starts playing theremin on every song in their live shows, and that was Lil Wayne with autotune. Right, and then he also did that with the guitar, but he just like fetishized it again as an accessory, and then hired at least smartly hired other people to play the guitar. Right. on this album, which Kid Cudi unfortunately did not take that advice. But... No, but Kid Cudi was a lot better at guitar than Lil Wayne. Well, uh, which isn't well, like, saying much, <laughs> right? I mean, you could be real bad at guitar and be a lot better than Lil Wayne at guitar. <laughs> well, he is both of those things. Yeah, <laughs> both of those things are true. Um, yeah, and it was not received well. This album uh, was widely oh, critically famously panned. panned. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Um, There's a lot of competition for bad bad right. music in 2010. Death of False Metal by Weezer, the worst the the worst Weezer album other than Ratitude, which we have to do at some point, Heather. Actually, speaking of Ratitude, uh, he... Attack, attack, escape Hol- the fate. Hold on, but Lil Wayne was a guest uh, 
vocalist on one on an album on Ratitude. So that was yes. another lead, you know, lending credence to the idea that Lil Wayne was just like plucking from the worst music of that time. Yes. And saying, I want my music to sound like that, even though I'm literally at the top of my game. I'm better than anybody else. And my shit fucking bangs. So Uh-oh. should we like listen to it and talk about it? <laughs> there- All right. So let's let's fucking do this and let's get into Rebirth, uh, track one, which is American Star featuring Chanel. Poor Chanel. <laughs> Who the fuck is Chanel? Well, we know, don't know anymore because this album started and ended her career. <laughs> uh, let's listen to that. That's fucked up. What a hook. I feel like I was like, I listened to this, and I was like, uh, I was really kind of hoping. I'm like, all right, well, this is a weird one, right? Like, maybe this is is a weird one. Uh, He's not rapping, right? I wish he was rapping. That's a note note I had. Yep. Uh, He shouts bridge before. Yeah, he does. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's uh, just uh, giving you a taste of like. James Brown. Exactly. That Lil Wayne boldness, right? He's bold. He's a dope yeah, boy with a guitar. He's a dope boy with a guitar. Like, it sounds like, uh, like a drunk, like, automated computer voice that, like, needs to clear its throat. Like, it is not... It's barely intelligible. And, like, right. you don't need to hear these... Li- or understand these lyrics to know that they're terrible. <laughs> it is a little, you're right about it needing to clear its throat. It's a little mucusy sounding, I feel like. like he always, he's, <laughs> it sounds like he needs to blow his nose when he's doing the auto-tune thing. Also entirely swagless. Yeah. Where is the swag? This is so far from Lil Wayne's lane. Noticeably this is, devoid of swag. <laughs> this is like a dirt road. This, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're in the woods, man. We're in the woods with Lil Wayne and his fucking guitar, and he's like, where did everybody go? <laughs> <laughs> like, where where did we go, man? I ugh. He was a dope boy. Love him. Also, like a dope boy and he should just be next to a guitar and like take a picture with a guitar and then like move on from the guitar you know what i mean like that's how much he's actually utilizing the, the guitar though is right. it's, it is just a it's, it's, a, a, prop. it's a prop it's, and and we see how much he's like really like attached to this to this prop because of these videos which these two didn't even know i i realized there's like six videos for songs on this album it's crazy which is mind-blowing um i think maybe this one had a video. I don't even know. We'll, we'll get into some of the other ones, but they're really indistinguishable from one another. It's really just um, Lil Wayne in front of a band um, that looks like it was like scraped off a sidewalk and just like thrown into a, a room with him and he's got like an old timey microphone and a fucking skateboard prop and a guitar prop and some fucking Converse sneakers and he's a rock star. Right, he's pretending that he has anything to do with the, the rock music. Right. right at the beginning of this it was the most foreboding thing, right? It was like that like drum like boom like the start you know that classic like, like rock thing they do <laughs> yeah probably has a title name for it <laughs> a drum roll yeah drum, drum roll, or right. a drum or fill or something like that yeah right yeah. you guys know you're music <laughs> people yeah but then it doesn't feel very rocky once it gets into it no. you know like it's not no. he's not really pulling off what he's and, going for and then they have this awful just like airless hook 
I'm I'm sorry, Chanel. Like it's not I'm working not sorry, out. Dude. Like it's I'm sorry for me. I'm sorry for <laughs> us. You know, like that shit. It's it's not working. Lil Wayne should be sorry. There's no. It's so. Lil Wayne definitely is, is, is not sorry about anything. Oh, sorry, he's not, not even a human. He's Kirk not even a, He's not even a human being. No, so. Yo, he's the Katie Couric interview is wild. Wait, talk talk about he, the Katie Couric. The interview. one that he like walked out of and like because she asked him what he thought about like Black Lives Matter and he's like I'm a. Oh no. He's just, he's just like, I'm a rich black man or something like that. And like, he just says like <laughs> all this like blood shit and then pulls out a red bandana and then like storms off. Oh my God. <laughs> that is like That's what this, uh, this album is the audio equivalent of. It's I'm a rich black man screaming into a microphone and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can, motherfucker, I'm gone. <laughs> like, he, yeah. he's it, this gone. is a good intro for the album, right? It's like, hey, here Oof. you go. It's an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's rock, but it's you know, is it? But I'm a dope boy. Don't forget. It's his like, it's his like drug-addled perception of what rock yeah. is. You know, yeah. and the band like isn't. The band sounds so like uh, sterile, and it, it's got you know the drum set's got all those like splash symbols and shit. Like uh. it sounds like a band where everyone is wearing those like Garth Brooks headset microphones. Oh my god! Yeah, they sound <laughs> like they were recorded in like the closet down the hall. Like it, it sounds like this may be like actually I made that note. Like this first of all, the auto tune gives me some Farrah Abraham vibes, but also the feeling that he never listened to the backing music for these songs and no. just kind of recorded his vocals like in total isolation and sent them to someone to like cobble them together um right, it's he, he very assumed, disjointed he assumed that he was with a guitar that's what they told him he used to even hold his guitar weird like he didn't even know how to hold it when yeah. he played it live on the stage he would um he would sit down to play it and he would hold it in his <laughs> oh, lap with no. the guitar like facing up and oh. he'd be like <laughs> he's tired you know <laughs> He's tired. Well, he's just on a lot of drugs. And see, that's the thing. is like we were on a lot of drugs at we the time. We were on the same drugs. And we were loving the shit out of Lil Wayne drug. until... Yeah, and exactly. Maybe it was just the fucking cough syrup, man. <laughs> Don't do cough syrup, kids. It, it'll really stick with the psychedelics. Unless you have a cough. Yeah. <laughs> if you have then, like, do the recommended dosage. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, the fact that we were on a lot of the same drugs and we were like, fuck no, this shit's garbage. Like, even in those hazy days, we knew when to, like, draw the line. No, this is beyond drugs. Like this is not like like drugs don't do this. Right. Yeah. No. This is this is, uh, this is ego comes into it and and delusion and uh, just being a rich black man and then screaming like B L A C K. My president is black and spelling it over and over again. It's like really. Well, that's just you know because it rhymed with whatever he was rhyming K with. I know, which is terrible. You just also, it so like many times it's such filler. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no, there's very little substance here. <laughs> yeah, Obama's black, really. <laughs> so next, yeah, I prom queen. Oh, prom queen. This right. was the big single. This oh, was the yeah. big this single, all over the, the first radio. single. That yeah, there were a lot of false starts for this album too, because yeah. I think it was gonna come out. It was originally they were saying it was gonna be the Carter three or the Carter, Carter 4, four, rather. It was delayed. It was derailed. Um, all sorts of shit happened, and then this was after all the hype and all the wait and all the you know uh, anticipation this is what we were delivered well I don't know about you but I knew from the moment it was announced it was going to be bad but I, I was like how is it going to be bad and what we, is it going to be we could have never imagined and prom queen was the first exposure so this is <laughs> here we go here we go they 
sappy sack, right? Like the like we had it all figured out. Like what does that remind you of? Like it's a sad fourteen year old thing to do, listen to. Yeah, it's weird. He's singing about high school. Like Yeah. We were talking about that off mic. There's a lot of stuff going on with this album and this like fantasy about being in high school and like these like very emo, angsty, like fourteen year old lyrics. And he dropped out of school, I think, at like fourteen or fifteen. Right, yeah, because he was in the hot boys you know they did drop it like it's hot when he was in middle school what that was when he was in middle school yeah he was 13 on that damn time. he invented the word bling back then holy shit yeah, you is guys, that true you guys know that? that's right he coined the term bling i had no bling, idea bling, bling, that bling. Yeah, that's, that's right. a great song too uh, yeah it's pretty good that's wild. So he was a literal child. So it kind of makes sense that he was like nostalgic for this like quintessential American experience that he was shut out of, right? Yeah, he didn't have a, ch- a high school experience and now he's kind of trying to relive it or like imagine what it would have been or whatever. The prom queen, right? That's a high school thing. Right, and this like varsity team and the video is like this very like, you know, all-American high school. And, and he grew up in New Orleans, like extremely poor, like to a single parent who had him when she was, you know, very young. Yeah. And, and it- he experienced a lot of you know shitty shit and probably like this is a nice comforting thing to try to if you were if this was taken from you you can like reclaim it but jesus christ don't do it like this (laughs) we we can get really dark with it too i mean like because not only all that you know that he he was probably i'll say possibly molested by birdman yeah um you know there's a lot of if you do the research there's a lot of birdman awful shit that you know the, about really they're out bad. there about Birdman about it turns how out he's bad. You know now <laughs> little Chucky's saying that he molested him, and you know about how he got BG hooked on heroin as a kid, and, it's and fucked up. Uh, yeah. All the all the people in the original rap group that he uh, that he managed were murdered mysteriously and shit. Like oh, and he also on his new on the Carter Five on the new album and the last song Let It All Work Out he has a verse about how he attempted suicide when he was 12 oh yeah he shot himself mm-hmm. intentionally yeah, I he remember shot himself it, in the chest yeah I was reading about that yeah so like yeah he had a fucking dark very like, dark. childhood and adolescence and like was launched into superstardom and all that is to say fucking Lil Wayne has a lot of a lot of like reason to be angsty and could channel that into some really cool art as I would say probably that verse on the Carter Five. Five, uh, is an example of but this album is something that similarly to the Kid Cudi album just should have gone to therapy like do some role play and you know and some CBT and like you know take care of yourself but don't do your role play through this fucking garbage Yo, I can't <laughs> believe this song was like the banger of this album that right. was a single it's, like, oh, it's crazy bad like it's it's <laughs> bananas like, yeah. like listening to it again start to finish and actually paying attention which i had obviously never done because you hear it and you just kind of like oh that sucks change the channel <laughs> yeah right. Right, like, right oh dang like i wish i got more than one radio station because <laughs> um, we don't get a lot out there but uh yeah it was uh it's weird man people liked it yeah no yeah. Well, and i mean not like literally like people who like knew better i don't know you know no, the, the, the hinder types right it, those guys were yeah. like yes this is the song i listened to it is on the music it did it sold a lot of records, right? And it got a lot of radio. Yeah. It got a lot of airplay. It was, it was his least se- like f- selling since he had become famous, though. It, it didn't hit number one. It hit number two. And that's, none of number two is pretty. I know, good. which is wild. But that's just <laughs> on the virtue of his that's being so famous. Him, I mean, like Eminem, fucking what was it? Revival or whatever hit probably number one. Like that doesn't mean 
and it's a good album. He's just very famous. Um, yeah, but famous bands still release bad albums that like don't chart very well. Like, didn't that Kiss album we did like? I think everybody barely sell anything. Yeah, well, I think again, they, they the anticipation was so huge, and people were waiting for the Carter Four that they were hot. like, yeah, he was people still very 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 a famous. Lot of Lil Wayne I mean, he's still famous out. now. So yeah, the right. album is certified gold. Yeah, it sold, oh, it sold over five hundred thousand. But, 000 but if you look I mean, at yeah. the singles, I'm pretty sure this didn't make it past like the sixties or seventies on the chart. Like this was this was. Really negatively received. It peaked at number 15. Okay, maybe the first week, and then it dropped. On Fire was the next single, and that peaked at 62. Oh, God. God, they released multiple. Oh, when we get to on fire, but this one, let's 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 stay focused on this because this is, I think, maybe the worst on the album. It's insane. The delivery of the lines is insane. The way he says, "Love has no love has What the fuck? Who talks? He's a fucking alien. He was uh, he was imagining what maybe a prom queen was like. Uh, <laughs> fancy underwear on i know like that what and he says that line like multiple times it's like chill dude like he's saying <laughs> the weird. pond queen <laughs> yeah he sounds like fran drescher on nitrous and codeine <laughs> just like barking at you <laughs> it's nice that's such a good <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it he was the pond have you queen. ever seen yeah, there's <laughs> have you ever seen lil wayne and fran Fresh drescher in a room together room. Oh, no. <laughs> come on guys <laughs> Fran Drescher also had a really rough life. I remember seeing that in some clickbait article recently. Anyway, moving on. She's great. Um, He sounds like he has whooping cough. (laughs) (laughs) He sounds like he should be quarantined. (laughs) Like this motherfucker, he's he's ill, (laughs) but not like ill in the the typical sense. He's chronically chronically ill. Every word is kind of just running into each other, like it's just uh, just a long slur that just and then turns into just him going, ah, you know, like, yeah. just, just becomes Off not words, beat, right? Like like he's missing it, or, or yes, or th- maybe there was nothing to hit in the first place. Like like the lyrics didn't make sense with the beat or the music or whatever in the first. place. There's a lot of songs on this album that do that. I noticed that the offbeat stuff, you know, because yeah, because he's high, he's jammed. Yeah, like this is like his version of Skater Boy too, because like the video is like a like revenge fantasy where he like talks about this prom queen who turned him down and now she's like lame and has a baby and he it like shows all of his like newspaper clippings from like the Carter three you know breaks records blah 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 that song's Skater Boy's a lot better than this. Oh song, my god, though. it's Let's a great song. Here. It's a great song. It's, a catchy, it's got a catchy hook. Yeah, that's it's the... well performed. There's nothing in this song that builds or goes anywhere. When you get to the chorus, it's so atonal and creepy and it just off. Just really, really off. Even on this album, like it was all garbage, obviously, but like I feel like there's songs that are better than this one. Oh, for sure, yeah. Oh, definitely. Like a lot better. Yeah, we're about to get into some. Yeah. Uh, shall we? Yeah, should we do Ground yeah. Zero? Let's yeah. do it. Back the hell off, rock and roll cheeks with all my nails on. All I need is a blunt, a bell bone, and get this blind motherfucker something to feel on. Roll it like a motherfucker, put your wheels on, and let's roll down the hill to the hill gone. I started on the block, but that's something to feel on. And how can I pray when I got nothing to kneel on? Hey, the ground is gone. Don't look now, but the ground is gone. Not bad. He raps. He's yeah. rapping in his normal voice. Yeah. I like that in a Lil Wayne rapping. Yeah, it, even though it's Lil Wayne cosplaying as Limp Bizkit, basically, it's not. It's it's still not rap. It's rap rock. 
and it's done in a in a competent way, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think the guitar is like obnoxious or anything though. Like it's pretty it's 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 it, rap rock, but it's not like it, Yeah, it reminds like me of like rearranged. It, it gives I me a rearranged vibe. Prefer it. Yeah, well rearranged is a great song. I know, so. that's what I'm saying. Like this is not a bad yeah. it's not a bad song. It's a good rap rock song. Yeah. Except the, then he sings. It, yeah, then he and sings. And also it's offensive. Talk it? talk about that. Is, I feel like, is it about 9-11? I feel like, is oh, I was wondering that. Yeah, I was wondering that. Because so, he's like, the ground is gone and it's called fucking Ground Zero. Like, no, why else is it called Ground yeah, Zero? He even has, there's this part in the end where he just has a bunch of like Jumping free association words. Yeah, ju- how about jumping out yeah, of a window with a woman. talking about um, 9-11. Yeah. And then he's, he's got this, this, this line in the end where he's just kind of like free associating a bunch of words. He says, love, hate, emotion, compulsion, addiction, diction, virgins, dixes, mingling, mixing, swinging, switching, swagging, sweet, freaks, F-slurs, <laughs> Flames, fashion, planes, crashing, ground zero. Ending it with planes crashing. Yeah. What the fuck is and going on? And talking about this? jumping out of, let's jump off a building, baby. That was the one I was like, what the fucking okay, fuck? Jump like, off a building. Nothing more triple extreme than suicide. Yeah, why is he encouraging this woman to commit suicide with him? Yeah. Don't listen too close. If you if you just bob your head, at least it's the first head bobbable track on the album. Also, I this like was produced song. by Patrick Stump of Fall Out Boy. Oh, so, okay. And hey, Patrick Stump has an ear for melody, at least. And well, I'll tell you what, the new Fallout Boy album is fucking hot garbage. <laughs> so I know that's can't the trust thing. him too much. Well, Lil Wayne was guesting and and getting influenced by like artists that would literally make that are making our worst of 2018 list. Yes, this year and yeah, last multiple year, right? co- multiple collaborators on this on this list uh, or on this album. Yeah, uh, will end up on our end of year worst yeah. of list. Bad mashup. Yeah, exactly. There's there's a lot of stuff on this on this album that I was like oh like this would be like a fun like or like a funny like 30 second girl talk mashup you know like mm, it, 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 that's kind of what it sounds like that's what it sounds like and then he was like oh no that's great let's do that uh, for every that's song the in the album and we're gonna make four it minute. endless again Lil Wayne is like can be a master of wordplay but this all of this album is just really tired cliches and like even and the things that you you know you can actually hear and discern are cliches and the rest of it is just fucking unintelligible nonsense. Um, <laughs> shall we uh, move on to da 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 uh, da? Yeah, we could talk about that. All right, let's do it. This is so 2000 and late. Uh, this sucks. This is 2000 and fucking never. That was my primary note. This sucks. Oh, man. Especially, I heard the song time. I was thinking to myself, La La La, right? Remember that <laughs> amazing fucking song? Which that one? The w- la 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 la, la 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 Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was so fucking And there was good. also the one, uh, La La, which was La 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 yeah, La Yeah, right. There's a lot of songs <laughs> with that kind of title. But, but this, this is, is Da Da Da. Yeah. Instead, it's bad. <laughs> da 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 It says, give me oh that monkey. Oh, my God. Oh he says, I could be your Bobby or your only tenderoni. <laughs> your t- he does. He says fucking tenderoni. And I looked it up, and I was like, what? Is that true? And then it is. <laughs> like, what is no a tenderoni? No rap genius citation for a tenderoni. No. <laughs> God. I thought to myself, oh, boy, he's rapping. But then uh, <laughs> the raps were bad. <laughs> it's just a weird song. It's he's terrible. than you. <laughs> we some motherfucking cool. Er than you. you. What? Wow. That's what? a juvenile idea. Wow. What? 
Not that he's like the most mature. I, I don't know. It's just like it's so not developed. Like I'm like, yo, you could could have said some shit clever, right? It, like he's a clever he, man. His voice sounds like he's in the middle of being electrocuted. Like, and it's still boring. <laughs> like also, I I said one of my first note for this song was that it's venturing in a, into broken side territory. I, I was getting shades of like black eyed peas and like K-pop. Yeah, black eyed peas meets broken side. That's. <laughs> Fucked up. If he, if he, uh, if he That's was a dangerous cocktail. You just need to throw some, <laughs> some of the ammonia some pig and bleach. Some, some <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he does have that because again, his voice is so distorted, and it already is like a weird fucking voice that it, it does become growly and like it does. It it, be, it becomes fucking crunk core, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's it's. Bad news, guys. It's bad. I hate the beat. <laughs> and the worst <laughs> I, uh... part is, again, this was another one that he had a video for that he was having a motherfucking blast. Like, really? that That's the worst part. Like, at least be reasonably ashamed of this, like, you know, Bruce Willis is of The Return of Bruno. I gotta tell you, I can attest that you can have a really great time doing something that's so fucking <laughs> stupid and bad. Like, And then you think about it later and you're like, God, I can't believe how much I enjoyed Whatever the f- you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But has Lil Wayne ever done that with this album? Like, I don't think he's really commented, accounted, oh, accounted no, no. for what he. Well, he if he no was asked about Black Lives Matter and screamed, "I'm a rich black man," and petulantly stormed out of the building, then he probably isn't one for introspection in a public way. Uh, I don't think I, he knows how to guess. feel bad about things he's done. You remember his deposition? That shit was funny. Oh wait, tell uh, refresh my memory about this. Yeah, he's just being such a dick in this deposition. So here's the uh, the the prosecutor saying, "Is that an interview actually you actually gave with Katie Couric?" And Wayne says, "Is that an interview I actually gave with Katie Couric?" What's your name again? And Ross, his, his name is Ross. He says, "Well, that's not the question." Wayne says, "What's his name?" <laughs> Ask someone else, and, the, and someone else <laughs> says, "Pete Ross." And he goes, "Huh?" Someone else says, "Pete Ross." And he goes, "Pete Ross." That's a stupid ass question. <laughs> you just saw me on there giving an interview with her. <laughs> Shameless as fuck. He had no he had no fucks to give. And and part of it was being cocooned by promethazine and part of it was that he was just so rich and powerful. And again, that's that's a, a running undercurrent to the show and to the music that we talk about on the show because it's always it's 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 often just uh, people who are insulated from any sort of self critique or or critique of others um and just believe that they deserve to to share their art that we should be so lucky <laughs> to right. to hear this I'm shit sure to hear da like, da 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 right. surrounded by yes men too yeah, right? yeah. Like, he Did was like anyone... so what do you guys think and everybody's like it was great right no one would be like oh actually i think you're going in a terrible direction with this right whole that's, project that's definitely a pitfall of fame like i don't i i doubt i don't think anyone did tell lil wayne that this was a bad idea. No. I, you know? Well, Lil Wayne, this was a bad idea. Yeah. We'll tell you now, Lil Wayne. It was, yeah. it was I know a you're idea. a stoppy. Yeah. I know you're listening to the show. So, you know, if you were on the fence before. Lil Wayne, come on, make it stop. What albums do you hate? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Should we uh, move on to Paradise, spelled P A R A D I C E? You get it? It should just be like Pear. Oh, dice, right. and that'd be kind of clever. Well, right, I thought he, it was going to. I be think that, he just and spelled it, it wrong. Yeah, and, and there's nothing about rolling no dice. No, in the song. no. But let's listen to it. All right. 
bitches, Negroes out of sisters, blisters on my knees, from begging for forgiveness, ain't no dollars on my trees, but mileage on my feet, cause I've been climbing to the peak, and running from the bullshit, I'm tired of being I think this song is fine. It's not so jarring and just like, like disturbing to me as the other songs and i'm just kind of like i, I kind of like it. i kind of like the beat you know what i mean he's rapping yeah the, the end is silly i think i might have an idea like for me i kind of felt the same way and i think i know why um this song doesn't feel as awful as the other ones it's, i don't think it's good necessarily but i think it's kind of ahead of its time i think it's like reminiscent of today's like radio landscape i think yeah. this could be like a post malone song yeah, 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 yeah. Can we mention that fucking the quick sidebar? That if you have not read this article, Stoppies, I think it is one of the best the Wapo uh, article <laughs> written articles in music journalism that I've read in a long time. Uh, the Washington Post article about Post Malone and about why he represents everything wrong with not only pop music but America. Uh, speaking of which, Mike Dunn, have you reflected on your per, uh, position on Post Malone since reading that article? Or no, I still like Post Malone, but Oof. that article was hilarious. Like they sat with him. That was like some early. 2000s petty buddy head journalism. Oh, I know. It I was amazing. It. it was amazing. And but also, Post I still Malone like his sucks. music, though. I mean, everything he represents is trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can't. I look. I like his music, but I'm not going to defend him. His music. I've heard you know, it. I just too like much. it. I'm sorry. It, it's it's artfully inoffensive. It's it's wildly bland, um, and it's it's soulless and empty. And he also like talks a big game about you know being smarter than hip hop and shit. So fuck him. Anyway, like speaking of soulless and empty, uh, d- uh, Paradise by Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, okay, for sure. Um, like that is like what one of the comments I made here. It's like you know without the auto tune, I I could fuck with parts of of this song. But it's like he's trying to have emotions while drowning. Like he's delivering every line like underwater, like sinking further and further. Um, and like the things that he's actually saying, like he does, he does actually say some meaningful things on this on this song. So he, the part you heard about the, um, I'm you know I'm running for the bullshit. I'm tired of playing the same song. Who told the DJ bring it back? Dead president's bullet and Abraham Lincoln hat. I don't know what that means. Staring at big poster. I swear that he be winking back. Cut school cell crack. Sorry, I'm just thinking back. Call me crazy. I've been called worse. It's like I have it all, but what's it all worth? Ha ha. I'm probably better in my afterlife. I should just cherish life, but this ain't paradise. So that's actually right. that's some deep shit. No, I it is. And him talking about this isn't paradise. It's, he's kind of talking about the pitfalls of fame and like you know being followed around by the media all the time and and just you know how it's it's not and not having an adolescence the price of fame is high that sort of narrative right and also the fact that he's like he's thinking back he cut school to sell crack like he literally he didn't have that he didn't have that experience and so he's getting there he's getting there but then it it, it also feels like it just gets caught in his throat like literally i feel like all the terrible things almost all the terrible things about this album are absent from the song right like it's like except for like the rockish beat you know what i'm saying like that's the auto-tune's there too the The auto-tune yeah the auto-tune's bad but no you're right you're right there's structure to this song it's it's not a deal breaker for me heather getting back to what you were saying about his childhood and stuff and you know the what this the subject matter he's exploring on this song Lil Wayne's a little bit of like a modern day Michael Jackson figure isn't he Ooh, yeah that's actually a really good point um yeah I could I could see that I mean definitely he was 
He was uh, manipulated and exploited as a child <laughs> during yeah. his, uh, you know, his formative years and was also wildly talented and blew up enormously uh, without kind of having the people around him to really look out for him. So, um, yeah, and I think he manifests it. And this is maybe there is some artistic merit to this album after all. Oh, I don't like, know about this album. <laughs> uh, just in this song. Yeah. But if it's at all. No, this is like his like free will. Soundtrack, like, <laughs> uh, if anything, but um, but no, and I, I also used to kind of think that he would end up like Michael Jackson as he got older. Like when I was in college, I'd be yeah. like, because he didn't he didn't have um, uh, grill. He actually like had diamonds glued to his teeth for a couple years there. Like that was wow. he had his teeth were made of diamond. <laughs> it wasn't a front. Uh, and and as that was happening, I'm like, aren't his teeth just gonna like rot underneath those diamonds? Like, well, there's is, something metaphorical about be, that. Is he gonna be all fucked up looking in like 20 years? Like, yeah, there's. Oh, he looks kind of fucked in my opinion. I mean, he, he, like, yeah. tattoos on his... he looks like he has that's two true. lazy eyes. <laughs> well, he's always got the the shades on. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, full of accessories for... to distract you from his decomposing body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, look at Lil Wayne. He's all covered in a hoodie and like dope uh, Gucci shades or whatever the fuck, and, and a guitar. All over him and crazy he's, tattoos and like he's probably dying. He's got a, a massive truck fit hat, <laughs> <laughs> just like the biggest hat you've ever seen. Although, so, uh, you know, side note: at least Mike Dunn and I agree that the Carter Five is great, so you should go check it out. Yeah, unless you're a fan of Beats. No, I'm just kidding. It's, I'm sure it's great. I'm just I don't like it. No, I I, I think uh, I think the Carter Five is great if you remove like seven songs, and if you do that, it's still a full length album that's good. You know, like it, right. Whereas this song, this album has maybe two decent songs, and right, we may have already heard all the decent songs. I'm pretty sure album. we have. Shall this we... one and what the... was the other one that was good? The, uh, the second the ground one, zero. The ground zero, the 911 song, the of course. Ne- oh yeah, that one. The song oh. about <laughs> crashing planes in the buildings and jumping out of windows. Yeah. That was the second best. Yeah, that says something. All right. Well, why don't we move on to uh, track five here? We have uh, Lil Wayne's... Uh, Track six. six. Oh, track six. Sorry. Track six. Uh, Thank God. Um, Lil Wayne's uh, Wayne's, uh, entry into the ska genre. (laughs) (laughs) This song... Skanksta rap, so to speak. Let's listen to it. I can't believe this song. I just want to reiterate that ska sucks. <laughs> ska sucks. Fucking after, I mean, rebirth sucks. This whole thing fucking sucks. This is funny as fuck, though. <laughs> what is the point of the, the Is he just talking shit to you, the listener? <laughs> or, or like a, a hypothetical person? Yeah. yeah, the lyrics are basically him saying, fuck you. Fuck bunch. you, get a life. I'm like, yeah, oh. sounding like the motherfucking Aflac duck. Like, all right. <laughs> all right, this, Lil Wayne. Is this punk? <laughs> is this punk? This is this is scar. Is this scar? Scar music. Is this how punk oh, is born? Oh man, it's so stupid. This shit was. I I laughed <laughs> as, as soon as the song started. I was I just laughed, and then the, the vocals came in. I laughed even more, and then it just got more and more ridiculous with the little. 
the fuck are you looking at me for? It's like I wasn't looking at you, Lil Wayne. I'm oh, actually trying desperately to look away from this so album. Impressive. It's really funny that he thinks this is cool. That's the funniest. Yeah, he's trip. like, you know what's rad? Like 1997, like third wave, like fucking cheesy Scott. Like in a, in the music like video, this... which is them playing it on like a rooftop. This is almost like second wave Scott. I think my first note was, is this crowded house? Oh yeah, it does actually. Speaking of fishbone, kind of have there's a little bit of that fishbone vibe to it which which could have been cool but again the, it's not cool oh it's not cool it god it's cool. so cheesy it could not have been cool yeah, russell's right I've, i hard, it could have been cool disagree. is the most incorrect statement <laughs> it, it could have been cool if day. someone else was doing something different <laughs> 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 could have been cool if he skipped this shit <laughs> yeah, just, skip, just skip the whole the whole process oh man skip straight to the carter four which was also bad this shit felt fucking surreal <laughs> i gotta be honest like i started I'm like all right it sucks it sucks that sucks that i have to listen to this album and then i was like what the where am it does feel like an alternate universe that yeah. we've entered into where, where Lil Wayne is a fucking ska musician. Yeah, what is that? What, what, what yeah, is what is that? like the genre switch? Like, like is this album like a smorgasbord of different genres of music he can't do? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, rap rock, very nope. yeah, yeah. Uh, metal, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like fucking pop punk. Nope. Yeah. Emo. Oh, nope. We'll get to some serious pop. Yeah, punk there is. There is some great. There's. I mean, it's really great. Great, and and by great, Good I mean it was great it. when other bands did it. Going yeah. back to to your point. Oh yeah. Which is that. He can't do it. You gotta love he music that do is it. done competently by other people. <laughs> you gotta love that. It makes yo, this album that did make, make me a... appreciate songs that are not this album. <laughs> right. That's I love that. I stopped shit halfway through to go listen to a different song during one of the <laughs> I was like, Yes, dude, I remember that fucking song. Hell yeah. I remember music was good once. <laughs> yo, like music is good, right? I had to double check. <laughs> do I hate music now? <laughs> Starting to think of this shit. Oh man. I'm I'm in the opposite boat doing this show for so long where I'm starting to love bad music. Oh yeah. Well uh, and also Yeah, right. <laughs> I think you said this off mic, but you were like, Can we do a can you guys do an uh you know, a show about good music? And like this is why we can't because <laughs> it's not <laughs> like funny. it's this shit. It's it's this it's the stupefyingly ambitiously terrible music of the world that makes for such fucking, you know, surreal moments. Yeah, yeah. This is you this is a unique experience listening to Get a yes. Life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's you haven't experienced anything like listening to Get a Life by Lil Wayne until you've done it. And it's halfway through the album. It's like it's like this is the turning point here where it's it's it, it was already downhill, but we're just we're tumbling into the abyss. We're skateboarding into the abyss here. Yeah. On a truck fit, baby. <laughs> I'm on a skateboard. Remember when that was when Lil Wayne like I feel like that was a little bit later than Rebirth when like he just the, every song was like, I got my truck fit. I'm on my skateboard. <laughs> every song, like, I am not a human oh, being man. three or whatever it is. Like, there's a lot of bad Lil, Lil Wayne is, is, is you know, I, I think he's redeemed himself recently. But for a long time there, when he was just, you know, deep in the throes of addiction, there was a, a, a variety of bad shit coming your way from Lil Wayne. After the rock stuff, it was, uh, he got real heavy into um, just more bad rap. Yeah. See, I didn't listen to a lot of that shit. I'm kind of fickle, right? Like, once you start coming out with a, a bad album or two, I'm like, I'm done checking your new stuff out. Like, yeah, I'm, we're breaking up. 
Yeah, yeah, we this was definitely our collective breakup with Lil Wayne, and we didn't get past prom queen. Like, I unfortunately like, stayed in an abusive relationship with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's like, you hear the new Eminem album? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I haven't heard one in fucking like a decade. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I just literally haven't. Yeah, pres- preserve the decent shit uh, in the amber of your, your memory. You're right. I want to I believe that Lil Wayne's good. I don't want to constantly reinforce that he's not. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's, uh, I mean, this was stunning, but I feel like we've, we've said all there is to say. Lil Wayne is... It's Lil Wayne doing Scott. Doing Scott. I mean, what else? It's, there I'm it is. too dumbfounded to say anything <laughs> else. Uh, yes. Uh, dumb no, is the operative word here. So, um, next we're going to listen to On Fire. feathers. I am the fire spitter. I start a fire with her. Okay, her flame's high, but I am higher. So I am. Yo. Uh, this shit, you guys, he samples the fucking Scarface. She's on fire. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the, the point. Part, that's the part <laughs> of the song that is anything. Yeah, this is one of the, like, it's extra infuriating because this is probably, like, the best beat on the album. Yeah, and, well, it's a hip-hop yeah, beat, I like for one. Beat. And again, he doesn't rap, really. He it, barely raps. He keeps, it's, it's so confusing. It's got those rattling hi-hats and the uh, punchy snares of uh, classic dip set. <laughs> but then the lyrics are like, he's just talking, he's just making his many metaphors about a woman being on fire as he can. Right, including, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, uh, including, uh, she hot as hell, let's call her Helen. Uh, I am man to, to her, her rescue, rescue like 9-11. 9/11. Nothing hotter than a good 9-11 reference, am I right? Yeah, very uh, timely. <laughs> uh, yeah, 10 years later, yeah, what? Um, She's on fire, just like the Twin Towers on 9-11. <laughs> That's literally what he's saying. Uh, Keeps, like, pausing for like a guitar sound to have like that right. one fucking chord like it's so impressive that <laughs> did, did he did he play yeah, that chord just, I wonder no no he might have yeah that might have been the one that's on brand for him is just going to so play one chord right that's that's his uh that's his signature riff uh, <laughs> one note um, I really like that song that it uh, samples yeah yeah no me too that's a great <laughs> song I'll tell you this I'll tell you this about this woman Go ahead who's and tell on us. who's on fire <laughs> she's steaming she's screaming She's creaming. <laughs> That's the hook. That's great. <laughs> Maybe Perfect. I love this song. It's a typical person on oh, fire. Oh, man. <laughs> Steaming and creaming, you know? Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. what happens. Well, it's exciting. Actually, it's more like you burn. Your flesh would burn. It would be. <laughs> it's more like you're dying. You're yeah, dying. I don't think you are creaming <laughs> when you're on. So, I mean, I guess he's Cre- just saying. Cremating. She's horny, but she's also <laughs> cremating. Maybe it's this song is about the funeral industry. <laughs> it's everything, though. I mean, because also her loins are on fire. She's horny, oh, but yeah. she's also literally on fire. Yeah, um, it's a metaphor for arousal. <laughs> arousal. Let me tell you, I wish uh, Lil Wayne could uh, stop, drop, and roll this fucking song right into the trash with the rest of the album because this is wearing very thin at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what you're talking about because these lines are great. Like, let, <laughs> Shorty let a N word rub his dick against her matchbox. <laughs> God. Uh, he like wrote down every fire. Th- yeah, that, that's it. Yep. Like, the theme is uh, seems to be fire. <laughs> I am the fire spitter. I start a fire with her. Okay, her flame's high, but I am higher. N-word. 
How am I supposed to recite these lyrics? Yeah, it's hard. That's we we can yeah, fill in the blanks. Imagine you if know. you will. <laughs> mama bad, mama mean, gasoline, she's on fire. Put her out, as a matter of fact. To, to take her out, because she's on fire. <laughs> yes, take her li- out. Literally, like, like ta- <laughs> Why she, take her out? Is you, she you, in the you, oven? Is she killer? <laughs> no, because that's the double entendre, because take her out, because she's on fire. She's she's hot. Is that something that... Uh, take her out of what? Like <laughs> the dinner. oven? Or... Dinner. That's not how fucking cooking works. <laughs> <laughs> if it's on fire, you've failed. <laughs> you failed hard. Even burning the piss out of something, it just turns black. If your shit's on fire, you fucking don't even take it out. You run away. And call 911. You're like, I've ruined my house. <laughs> it goes beyond dinner at that point. Take her out. Fucking leave the building. Something's wrong with your oven at that fucking point. <laughs> it's in clean mode or whatever. And you put pieces of paper in there. That's the only situation. Don't take her out. Don't touch it. Fucking oven is haunted. I think take just, her out. I, 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 that it can't mean that. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't mean any go, that makes any goddamn sense. I think it just means take her out on a date because she's hot. Okay, she's all right. Fire. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I guess but that, that makes tangent was perfect. It was amazing. We should, oh. We're not gonna top that. I no. burn shit in the oven like a lot, and like it's never been on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like often, I'm like well, this pizza like- is fucked. <laughs> It is black and flavorless. <laughs> well, there's all, there's um, bananas, fosters, and stuff. There's some stuff that you set on a fire. Flambe. To serve it, a flambe. Yeah, but you know you don't take she it out. She could be of a flambe. You maybe you put it out. Well, it did. Say he that. said that too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. That, but he said put her part, out first. Yeah. Right. So take her. I mean, put her out, then take her out of the oven, and she's ready to serve. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's on fire. Because she's on fire. Uh, did we mention this woman is on fire? <laughs> she's she's hot. She's hot. Yeah, it's, it's very hot. It's a real clever metaphor. I'm sure. telling you, I'm feeling, I'm feeling real hot. I See, just, it's, it's contagious. <laughs> I'm about to like burst of take her pain out, take her out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking take her out. Help, help this woman. <laughs> Sounds a little violent to me. I'm just saying. Call nine eleven. I mean nine one one. No, take call nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, do you mean take her out? Are you saying that you think it's take her out? Like I, I don't know. We're I take guess, her out. You know, <laughs> take her out. Scarface. I guess she he probably means take her on a date because it doesn't make any fucking sense to kill her. <laughs> Now, a I'm lot not. of things on this album don't You're make right. a lot I, of I don't know what sense. to expect, you know? He, he hasn't rhymed that much about killing people yet, so like it's, uh, it, it's, it makes sense he would remember that that's what he usually does. Which is weird uh, <laughs> for him. He often talks about murdering people. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't. Uh, th- th- this time he's talking about he's, fire metaphors and, and being in a ska band. <laughs> I mean, it's gangster rap, right? It's not like some like like a poem fucking hip-hop guy, right? It's, no, it's, no. He typically talks rapper. about kilos and, and shooting people, so it's right. like... That adds an extra level of what the fuck am I listening to to this whole shit? You know, it'd be one thing if like Kanye West or something. Yeah, because what he's talking album. about is actually all very precious. It's all very sweet and gentle. Yeah. There's nothing really gangster about anything on this album. No, which is weird. Which is it is, is really very weird. off brand. It's, it's like an imposter. Or, you know what I mean? Well, like, it's like if he was like a normal, like maybe like if he was like a a privileged young white American having experiencing an adolescence. That was like normal and like rebelling against the man and his parents and You're stuff right. like he's, that. He's, he's larping yeah. as a high what? school he's, student. He's larping as yeah. Why, as does, like, why does he feel like to make rock music, his subject matter has to be that much more asinine? Like, is that an indictment <laughs> of rock in general? I yeah. I mean, I think about it. Do you think he did extensive research into rock music before? No, I don't. It's, it sounds like he's he's listened never to like, listened to it before. Yeah, he listened to like a playlist. That I think his, it's a coincidence because like at the <laughs> same time when he's like, I'll try rock 
Um, he's like living in the past. You know what I mean? He's like, right. He's, the, right. The abstract oh, yeah. ideas are swimming around in his intoxicated fucking brain. Yeah. And they I, both came out on this album. This I remember quote unquote album. Sorry, I keep interrupting. You guys. No, it's fine. I'm interrupting you. That's no, that's no, what we no, do on the show. Oh, we no. interrupt our guests. No, no, please. <laughs> please. And each other. Please. Yeah. Uh, I remember him saying, you know, when doing press for this album, that he was like a big Nirvana fan and stuff. But I don't hear that at all. Oh yeah. Like on, on at least Kid Cudi gave Kid us. Kid Cudi, you can hear some Nirvana there. Yeah. Right. Grunge is one of the gen- the genres, the genres that are not sampled in this. Album. And, you right. know, I, there's I'm, not I'm a cool hint of that. grunge here. I'm cool with that. Like, yeah. I don't think I need it. Well, we know how that sounds. It sounds like Kid Cudi's Cudi's Speed Bullet Bullet to Heaven, heaven and nobody wants that. Shall we uh, move on to the... To the hit single from this uh, from this album, uh, "Drop the World." Oh, that's the one Hell featuring yeah. our buddy Marshall Mathers himself. Eminem is on this track. Let's uh, let's listen to it. All right. Fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm ready to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to split your cabbage. I'm going to split your lettuce. I'm going to split your olives. And I'm going to pick the world up and I'm going to drop it on your fucking on head. On your fucking head. On your fucking Eminem has some fucking gems on this one. The I, lyrics are so fucking stupid. <laughs> I stole that clock. I took the time. <laughs> He, t- he took his time. So he's a little, little double entendre. Growl. He growls then at that point. And he says uh, later, the, the world is my Easter egg. Prepare to die. Get it? Like you would, like you would die like in Easter would egg die in as a small child. Remember doing that? Like oh, the su- picture! The picture shit. of Lil Wayne <laughs> sitting like at like a little table with his little Easter egg dye kit is just again probably an experience he never had. And well, this was Eminem we're talking about here. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Well, Eminem has definitely dyed plenty of Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> he is a dyed Easter egg. Yeah. Um, it is decidedly ungangsta. <laughs> Um, this song is horrible. Oh, I remember really hating so this song so much in 2010. This oh, was all over the radio. I think more than fucking prom queen for yeah. sure. Everybody and oh, yeah. all my goddamn like my cousin and all these fucking people. Big shout out to Richie. I love you. I hate Eminem though. <laughs> um, he's fucking playing for this for me. And you know when somebody like plays like music for you and you gotta kind of be like oh you know yeah like, like you gotta be polite or whatever. It and like, like that would happen to me so fucking often with this song. And like, I like I had my I had it. I'm like no dude. Both of these guys, whom I love, suck ass, and I can't listen to this fucking song. It's really embarrassing. It's everyone, like Lil Wayne for sure, at his most petulant, which again, it's like so tantrum-y and whiny and lame. Dude, you're the greatest rapper alive. Why are you gonna... Also, let's just talk about the fucking physics of this proposal, all right? My dude, even though you're like flying around in a spaceship or whatever, you're picking the world up and dropping it on somebody's head who was also presumably on the world. How does that even work? That's the least of the, <laughs> of the <laughs> crimes of this song. That that lapse in reason. <laughs> I mean, I think it's indicative of the the general vibe, though, of this yeah. whole thing feeling very tossed it off. Makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. I kind of like the beat a little guiltily, right? Mm. Because I like um, 
Uh, it sounds kind of like something that you would make a dubstep remix of in 2010. <laughs> and that's kind of my shit. But then the drums come on. I'm like, oh, it's rock or whatever the fuck. Yeah, actually, Travis Barker plays drums on this song. Yeah. Um, He's great, but not... I don't want... Didn't you know like, what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Is he that great? Or is he just the most overhyped drummer Oh, uh, yeah, right. Time? That's a good question. I guess like you kind of... I say he's great without thinking about it, because that's like the, the default answer. I feel like the like Travis Barker is a drummer that you think is like the greatest drummer of all time. If you couldn't name a single other drummer, right? No, that's me. Yeah, that's right. me. Um, I'm not a guy who I don't, knows music. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, and uh, uh, it's, it's bad. It's bad. There's a choir of auto-tuned M&Ms harmonizing with himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, you gotta love that. After he talks about how he butt fucked the game up, like, <laughs> it pretty, is no, 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 no. He pretty much snuck up and butt fucked the game. up. Oh my. <laughs> He pretty much oh, snuck he, up. Oh, it was a I little... pretty much snuck up. I raped someone in the butt. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I'm funny. Oh, oh, and this line, we got it in the clip. Let's talk about, I'll split your cabbage <laughs> and your lettuce and your olives. I know I just said it in the mafia voice, but like, I let's work talk at, about I work this. at a Bennigan's and I would like to serve you a salad bar buffet. Yeah, like what kind of fucking salad is that? Like back, <laughs> back on the topic of like... <laughs> Not understanding food in your lyrics. Even the olives, lettuce, and and what? Lettuce and cabbage together. <laughs> your cabbage, your lettuce, and your olives. So listen, that's a terrible salad. You can't put that in a fucking soup. Here's the rap genius annotation on this. Oh my <laughs> oh no. god, the line that perplexed countless shady fans. <laughs> <laughs> split your cabbage means split your head. Uh huh. The lettuce refers to money. So you split the cash. Oh. Olives has a biblical tie-in. Okay. Think olive branch. In other words, Eminem will kill you and take your money to hell with peace, up with salad. There's no fucking way. M has a similar line on come on everybody. Jesus. There's no fucking way. He's referencing the Bible when he said olives. Oh, my no. God. This is why Rap Genius is fucking dumb. It's completely ridiculous. No. The cabbage one was obvious. The lettuce one, I believe, although I didn't think about it until now. I thought the cabbage and the lettuce... Or both your head, because he's picking the world up and dropping it on your head. Right. But your olive, an olive is too small to be your head. Wasn't that actually? Speaking of which, wasn't that like a subliminal line that was like, "I feel like I'm shredding your head like lettuce and cabbage or something." Mm -hmm. That was, wasn't it? I feel like my head has been shredded like lettuce and cabbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's just recycling. Deep cut. Yeah, he just stole your fucking line <laughs> from 2007. Oh no, that's, that's him. That's that's Eminem's lines. I, oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Eminem. Oh, okay. Oh, so uh, that's from Come On Everybody, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, There's no olives involved okay. in that. No, the olives As are very there, confusing. There didn't me. need to be. And this, do those rhyme with something? Uh, no. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. No. Maybe he means, like, all of you, right? Like, there's the double entendre. Uh, it doesn't rhyme with anything. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I thought he was talking about your nut, he's gonna split your nuts, because those, that's the only body part, I think, that is vi sort of olive size. They're bigger than olives, hopefully, usually, you know, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> typically, typically, uh, I don't know. Small child, I guess. <laughs> But and because your head, you know, your head is 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 bigger than a piece of cabbage too. Well, I'm just trying thank to you, figure thank it out. Thank you for helping us yeah. with an understanding to anatomy. What are the olives? This what is line split. I don't know if it needs like <laughs> us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if I give Gi giving it the play by play is is just yeah like illuminating dumb. how very very. 
pointless I mean, it I'm is. I'm fucking shocked. This is, this and is also, the thing like, that I thought about the most listening to this album. Is <laughs> what is that one line from Eminem? Yeah, dude. Seriously. It also, pick the world up and I'm going to drop it on your fucking head. Like, is that legitimately the most intimidating premise you could come up with? Dude, you got guns, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know what dumb. I mean? Like, It reminds me of little bunny foo-foo <laughs> thinking of the field mice and bopping them on the yeah, head. Yeah, it's cute. It's precious. It's not dangerous. And I guess... I, something again, a five-year-old would say to another five-year-old in the playground well, when they're like... And if the whole storyline... Ninja Turtles. Oh, and if the whole storyline is that he's like cosplaying like a functional adolescence, if that's what we're kind of deciding is, is the underlying current here, which I kind of think that it is. Again, it's it seems like that's probably the reason for that. This song is not on that track of, of yeah. that kind of theme there. It's more like, yo, he has the world in his hand, so he's going to do something aggressive with it. That's what I took. Oh, he's going to, he's like, I the have the world. The world's in my hand. I'm so famous, Eminem and uh, Lil Wayne. Well, so I'm going to do something violent with it because that's my go to. Oh, okay. I yeah, could, yeah, I, I could know, see I like that. It. That's, yeah. That makes it a little bit better, I guess. I, he I talks I about being in a better. spaceship, <laughs> though, and like, sp- you know, spinning around, and then he's going to go back, motherfucker, I'm gone. Or is that another song? Oh, that's just the throwback to him being an alien. Yeah, he talks yeah. about being an alien a lot. Of, he said this is what this is at the height of his I we are not the same, I am a Martian right. um, yeah. thing. Which was clever the first like hundred times he said. Well not clever, but it was weird well, enough. I guess. I don't know. I it's I Afrofuturism. I there's some there's there's He's some precedent there with Sun Ra and, and uh George Clinton's mothership and shit. That's kinda cool. I liked it when he said we are not the same, I am a Martian on that uh that song the same, from I the am Drought Three where he rhymed it. Where every single line in the entire song rhymed with Martian. What? Well, wait, yeah, that was the can one we, can time. Can we just have a fine. have something? Can we have a moment with that verse, real quick? We're not the same. I am a Martian. You can be my Jane. I'm your Tarzan. I'm from the jungle where the snakes is all poison. I am magnificent like Marcus. You might want to fall back like August or late September, whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> I hit ends in the head like Vonage. I am talking to no particular audience, but understand I am the guardian. And understand there will be no guarding him. You will just get played like an accordion. I don't give a damn if she's bossy. I keep pussy running like a faucet. She better catch like she's Steve Largent because I'm what's up like Martin. <laughs> All right. That was good. Boom. God, he used to be so good. Hot fire. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Rhyme. Permission to slant rhyme granted. Yeah. <laughs> if you even call it that. He like really, that. W- like his accent worked great for slant Very, rhyme. Yeah, that. right, right. He would sort of mold his voice around a word to make it sound like. Like it, Martian it shouldn't rhyme with Jordan. No. Jarden. Jarden. Yeah. There's no reason to say Jarden. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one, that's no accent. It's a town in Texas. Um, yeah. Is it? <laughs> I, I, I might not even be real. It's from, from the show right. Leftovers, which is great. Everyone watches. I the, think hashtag I'm, the Leftovers. Big shout out. Next to song. I think I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's time <laughs> to move on. I'm so upset. We talked about that shit for so long. <laughs> Me too. We can cut out some of that. We we'll we gotta cut something. No. Death. This is my testification. I'm weighing on the heads like precipitation. And in hell, you you need justification, but but for me, it was just a vacation. Tell me when to go out of there. <laughs> so 
This song had like a system. Like, right, it was like a system of a down kind of intro. You, you guys, you know what I'm saying? Like a little bit. I said it was a classic Hinder arrangement. Yes, yeah. this was definitely like, okay, a Hinder song. Yeah. Well, it's actually, called Running. By the way, we didn't say the name of the oh, song. Oh yeah, this is Running featuring Chanel. Featuring Amy Lee, basically. Featuring poor, poor yeah, Chanel. Chanel. Poor Chanel, but also poor us, right? Um, I thought I thought it started with kind of an Adam song, like like there was a little bit of that um yeah and then testification this is, <laughs> this is my testification <laughs> that's a classic line for the ages oh it's a real God. solid word there his english teacher is fucking pissed yeah a lot of a lot of nonsense going on with these lyrics uh every twice in a while it feels like i'm running and life is the miles <laughs> break that down yeah, I wrote that shit too. <laughs> Every twice, life no- is the fucking miles. Life is the miles. When you're running, the life is the miles. That's what life is. That's a metaphor for running. That's the worst metaphor I've ever heard. <laughs> twice in a while, too. That means nothing either. <laughs> twice in a while. It only happens in twos when you run, and it and the miles are like life. It sounds like he's wicked drunk writing these lyrics, and then just like read them verbatim without thinking about it. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah there's like, a oh, distinct lack of fuck. filter on this on this album. This is like a weird take on like every bad new metal trope. Like, well, yeah. like emo, emo new metal, new metal. Yeah, which was like a thing, like Breaking it was Benjamin. A thing, um, yeah, really. Or what I kind of thought of was when the chorus when she does the. And that chord change is really reminds me of Can you take it all away? Yes. <laughs> Can yes, you take yeah. That was the, poor, the memory. Ooh, poor Chanel getting caught in the fucking in the puddle of mud. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to jumpstart your career, don't sound like Puddle. Her poor yeah, don't... career. And you think it would be a great career move. You're going to do the hooks on fucking Little Wayne album? I oh know. my God. You're going to blow was up. Profoundly miscast. So many mis- dr- mi- mistakes. I, I heard the hook and I thought to myself, oh no, uh, is Eminem coming back? <laughs> <laughs> that's like fucking all of Eminem's hooks. Oh, that's man. true. Yeah. yeah that's, that's his like, new thing. I saw they had a video for this song too. And all it is is like, it's like this very like vague like you know so pseudo political like backing like video behind like Lil Wayne you know yelling um and there's like a protest in front of the White House and like Muslim people praying and it's like supposed to have some sort of like you know commentary of of course it never is achieved and it's like him and then Chanel poor Chanel who's so boring that they slapped a nose ring chain on her and Aww. she just looks boring poor Chanel. sad with a nose Hashtag ring chain this is an unnecessary nose ring chain of a song and really an album <laughs> I'm sorry did you say that there were like there's protest footage on the music video yes because if there's one thing you know about Lil Wayne he's super political yeah <laughs> he's super politically active yeah oh yeah uh, loves really, talking about it yeah he doesn't scream, I am a rich black man, <laughs> and then s- slam down a microphone. I think he might have even said, I am a rich-ass gangster motherfucker, like something like, something like that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Good good for you, Lil Wayne. You, tell, you yeah. tell Katie Couric. Now that is a dumbass question, Pete Ross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A dumb answer, I guess. Didn't you have another quote from that deposition that you wanted to share? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, th- this was near the end of the deposition. Uh, the judge even is getting frustrated, and the judge asks Ross, how much longer is this line of questioning going to go on? And Ross is like, not much longer. And the judge says, all right, go ahead. And then Wayne just goes, I don't know. 
And Ross says, didn't you win? And he says, I don't know. The award for best rap album of the year, and I don't know. 2008 for the Carter 3, I don't know. And the judge says, Mr. Carter, you have to wait until the attorney has finished asking the question, please. And Wayne says, I'm sorry. That's my psychic. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is wait, his psychic. what? That is psychic. <laughs> That's just his psychic. But yeah, basically the whole deposition oh is him saying, God. I don't know to everything. And like laying like... Laying like on his desk like a petulant teen. <laughs> well, that's why. I mean, oh, this I whole album is his sure. petulant teen temper tantrum. Like, yeah, he is literally that's... a petulant teen. He is. It's really bad. I was a petulant teen once too, Lil Wayne. And let me tell you, it's not a look that I am trying to achieve, especially as a thirty-year-old. <laughs> so. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, I was a petulant teen. It was not when I was a twenty-eight-year-old celebrity. Yeah. That, exactly. That literally was is like one of the most famous people in, in the, the world. I mean, like, he, like you're saying with the Michael Jackson thing, like, like he didn't have a childhood. Maybe he didn't get a chance to be a petulant teen. Now, now he gets to be a petulant teen. And now we all have to deal with it. Like, yeah. no, don't make us do that again do it in therapy next let's move on to the next song yeah. right? sure same all right this next one is called one way trip Think you wouldn't pop bubbles you can act stupid bitch i'm dumber and t-bark is my motherfucking drama that's All right, this is a hinder song. That's a hinder song. That is hinder. Yeah. The hook, <laughs> the hook sounds bad again. I don't know. All the hooks from now on are going to be like this, I guess. That's just... <laughs> the hooks are, are bad. Why is Lil Wayne doing butt rock? Yep. Why is this happening? It is, it's a genre he can't do correctly. He can't even do butt rock correctly. Right. <sighs> Dude. I got to say, this song, um, the beat's okay for a second. I, I remember. I wrote that down. I don't know if it's true. Um he, uh, he and he he raps he raps in the song so that's cool and he raps slow he's always rapping as fast as he can and that's a whole thing these days I guess with rappers they're always rapping as fast as they can to show how impressively fast they are and I don't like that shit I like it slow enough so you understand like he used to rap all slow so you can understand every little clever little thing he said and in this song he at least does that do you see yeah. how low the bar has been <laughs> like you know the fact that it's just like he rapped and you could hear him great job like <laughs> you good job well this is a tip <laughs> thing you know that happens when you end up we have to listen to a bad album is you find things you can cling on <laughs> to like low, just little pieces of things low bars because he got no bars on this album well, oh. I, was, I was gonna say because I, I agree with Russell that although this song is mostly bad there I think there's some good some good lines on it there's some classic wheezy I liked um my flow so sick I should have died in the that's first the one verse. I wrote down Mr. Dr. Carter with my hand up a nurse skirt. skirt suck me suck like, like soup, soup but I'm gonna eat you, eat you like, like a surf and turf, turf. Yeah, yeah I like that that, that was one was good. great it's classic wheezy that's uh, good. He's like, I don't know, he's just funny, right? There's some classic Ouija, like, weird shit to say, like, uh, it's fucked up how you ain't never me. That's a that's a good one. It's fucked up how you <laughs> ain't never up, me. It's fucked up how you ain't never me. That's how Dude, he that says That sentence is fucked, fucked up. up. I got blind money, money you ain't never see. That's a good <laughs> that's one. Good. That's a good one, you gotta admit. Yeah, no. Um, the, the, actually, this is, these are... Common Wayne tropes too is rapping about um, not being able to see him and then referencing a blind person, <laughs> and then also talking about eating pussy. I make money and my fingers make the little b. Now that's I think that's clever. That is. I, that's pretty good. It's it's some classic wheezy. He also though says, is he referencing Lil B there, the bass guy? Oh maybe. I, think <laughs> I don't he's think probably so. Referencing they collaborated. The, the bloods, bloods, bloods do this. <laughs> yeah. Bloods do this. Oh that little b. Yeah. They, they the make little b you make with your hands. With yeah. He also has a weird. He says woke up this morning with my dick to the ceiling. 
I just, it's really important. <laughs> and he said it slow enough that you really can, like, notice and be like, hey, wow. Yeah, you really can picture it in your head. How, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. I'm like, you know, re- re- hashtag relatable. <laughs> right? Again, not something that you're going to, like, carve a narrative structure <laughs> of a song around. Not but necessarily. Not, yeah. Uh, you know. You know my main beef with the song? What? Too much vibra slap. What's a fucking yeah, what is that, it's, it's that percussion instrument that goes <laughs> <laughs> too much vibra slap. I would say the whole album suffers from a distinct lack of editing. <laughs> it's like maybe I take think the off, rest of the like... album suffers from a distinct lack of vibra slap, but they overdid it on this one song. <laughs> you know what was it? Who was it? Like Chanel, who said like, "Oh, you know, whatever you're wearing, like take three things off before you leave the Chanel, house." Chanel, the woman who does all the hooks on the album. Oh yeah, Chanel. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Um, yeah, no, I know. Or that, whatever. But... Yeah. Look that's... in the mirror and take off five things. Is, I think, is look in the mirror and take off five things, and like that's what we that. could have. This this album, it would be a skeleton. <laughs> look be, in the album and take left. off twelve songs. Twelve songs. Yeah. Then you, now, now you got an album. <laughs> that's a number one record. Krusty <laughs> comes in right, strums out this tune, yeah, and yeah. I said that's a number one record. <laughs> that's a fucking reference, bro. Yeah. Strums out right. this tune, yeah. Let's fucking move on. Let's yeah. go on to the uh, knockout featuring Nicki Minaj, the only true rock song maybe on this whole album. It's a pop punk song. Yeah, this one was a single too. Yeah. This was okay. the one where they're in the high school locker room. In it's the high school video. again. It's high school. Here we are. We're in high school. This song sucks. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know if you guys remember all the small things from Blink-182. Say it ain't so, I will not go. That, that's that's yeah. the song. I think that's the, yeah. That's and, the one. And also fucking um, Jimmy Eat World, The Middle are, are the songs that I would rather listen to than this. Yeah, that was the first thing I wrote <laughs> was the lyrics to All the Small Things. <laughs> yeah, right. Same. Um, Barbie, I can be your black Ken. Wow, because once you go black, you never go back. She wore her hair black with curls in the back. Then she threw that ass back, back, back. That was some broken side right there. He sounds like a yak back. Look, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you like I don't like this song. <laughs> I weirdly like this song. Sorry. All right. I like all those songs well, you compared it to. And, uh, oh, no, no. It's a good, I, it's a it's a, it's a a rock song. It is a pop well, punk song. That, that's, like, yeah. Actually executed as a pop punk song fairly successfully. Right. I hated the song when it came out, but you know what? I'm old enough now to appreciate. I feel like the lyrics are worse than uh, Blink-182's lyrics and Jimmy Eat World's lyrics by like a large margin. All the small things is a pretty thin It's fine. It's like a stupid old pop punk song back in the simple days. That being said, I think this kind of is too. And I will agree with you. That was a comment I made here, which was if he took off like several thousand layers of affectation and auto-tune, this is a, a competent pop punk song. So the lyrics are fucked, though. The, a, a competent <laughs> pop punk song has to have like a like an angsty thing. Like this isn't angsty. This is cocky. This is so, like I can't. I I can't agree. <laughs> what I, are some of the I other can't. lyrics that you despise from this from this song? I wrote down none of them. So pissed. <laughs> 
I said, what the fuck is this? It's, uh, the hook's not pop punk? Like, I can't. I can't. You know what I mean? It shouldn't have been. It should have been like, you know, come on. Like, pop punk song has a formula. And, like, it, it was starting to get there for a minute here and there. And then it broke it with a hook and it broke it with the lyrics. And it's weird to hear fucking Lil Wayne doing it. I mean, that's a little weird. Yeah, and the whole, like, the video was really weird because it's, like, obviously just them, like, dancing in front of a green screen of, like, a high school <laughs> locker room. So it's, like, the, the proportions are all off and, like, the depth of the... the it's and which kind of is uh you know representative of this album as a whole you know it's like uh let's just dance in front of a green screen of what rock and roll is and then that will make this a rock album i am a skateboarder i'm also an alien good night like <laughs> um i actually like uh nikki minaj's verse in this song though it's the only substance in the song you know what's weird is that nikki in the hook and in her verse is doing all boxing metaphors, hmm. like because uh, it's called knockout. Like that's the right. whole thing. One, two, three. Tell him get the referee because he can get the knockout. And she says, "When I throw this pussy, you better not start ducking. Hit him, hit him with the blow. Uh, you know, <laughs> grab him by his locks and give us a good box. Then hit him below the belt. I want to give him good top. Like it's pretty good. It's all sex metaphors mixed with boxing metaphors. Kind of talking about giving head the whole time. And Lil Wayne which does is fine. Lil Wayne does none of that. Right. Lil Wayne has no lines about boxing at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It breaks it's- the theme it sounds like yeah like somebody he, like, oh wait no he does he says i fell to the mat and after that everything went black i don't know yeah it's 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 not as bad as some of the other ones on the album for sure i think Nicki minaj's verse on this song is the best verse on the entire album yeah that's probably true she monstered it that's fine yeah to say that. at least someone's a win <laughs> at least someone's a winner on this album it's not, i don't know it's I, not no, us and no no like like you know Nicki winner minaj by a great. knockout <laughs> oh, make it stop that's what you listen oh, for yeah. baby <laughs> Gold. All right, all right. Let's move on. Wait, Russell was gonna say something. <laughs> nah, no, no. interrupted him with fake air horns. I, I <laughs> forget every time. Okay. Um, oh no! Right, Nicki Minaj is great. Um, I I do forget. I do forget. I, it, it does not. It does not like save the song for me at all. You know what I mean? Fair. 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 Paradise yes. was better. <laughs> Paradise, you're gonna call back to Paradise. Yeah, I'll call back to that shit. That is the one song on this album that is listenable. Paradise is okay. Yeah, I'll listen to it right now. I'll listen to it later today. <laughs> no, fun. you won't. Not like as homework to review it, but for <laughs> as a song. No, no, I won't. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We have the last song on the album, and oh boy, do they save the best for last here. The um, price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, is that a reference to that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking okay. Okay, okay. Stop yelling at me. Talk about your filler. Song should have been called The Song is Bad. The song should have been called The Album is Finished. And it should have been zero minutes long. This is worse than Adam Sandler's latest efforts. This is an incel fight song. It's all about, I don't even know, like a a shitty breakup in high school again. more high school. He says, I used to be the baddest motherfucker in the lunchroom, classroom, her room. Yeah, 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 yar. But now I graduated from you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now she goes out with some dude named Mike. (laughs) That's me. Right? 
<laughs> Does, doesn't he say that shit? Yeah. Dude. Uh, what does that have to fucking do with anything? So he's trying to be punk here, right? This is his punk song. This is like, oi. This is Dropkick Murphy's. This is a Dropkick Murphy's song. Right. This is like an early Dropkick Murphy's song. Uh, and um, <laughs> My dad said the Dropkick Murphy's are Irish kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Hot <laughs> take. It's kind of, kind of true. <laughs> They're not even Irish. I know. That's the whole thing. Um, Al Barr is Scottish. I'm a fucking <laughs> Dropkick Murphy's truther. Shit. <laughs> Hashtag Alvar Scottish. Stop <laughs> exposing the truth. Right. Listen, we're doing everything we can to avoid talking about this shit. That it was that the, song's bad. That song was <laughs> horrific. It distilled all of the things that have been wrong about this album. The approach is wrong. The beat is wrong. The delivery is wrong. The lyrics are wrong. <laughs> everything about it is profoundly off. It's it's like disturbing. It's like when you see like you know creepy pasta and shit of like weird and like cursed <laughs> images like that's what it feels like like this this song is lurking in the bushes um and i'm going to walk fast away from it I mean, like it, it's just like there's not much to it right it's like it was just work to get through i'm like all right in the home stretch you know? well and he's oh, all mad is... about being broken up with and shit he's all hung up on this high school fucking drama and he's like yeah well it's just yeah. a made-up story it's all these are all just made-up yeah. stories like yeah, he's right. larping again as a high school he's larping as, like as a, a high school romantic comedy like, pop punk fan <laughs> he's he's larping as as me yeah he's... <laughs> a dude named mike in 2003 oh my god a dude named Yo, uh, uh, that's eerie. So yeah, I don't know. It's funny to me. This this Jesus, one's actually funny to me. That's this it. one this one is similar to the ska one where I just couldn't believe I was hearing it and it was kind of entertaining in that way. Um, <laughs> I, it was I I don't know. Like this one this one was memorable in that sense. You know, of it just being like, whoa! I didn't ever thought I'd hear this in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was memorable for me in that I was like, okay, I'm done with this now. Yeah, I was like, so pumped that it was the last time. <laughs> I was like excited as fuck listening to it. Oh my God. Not about it, obviously. It, this whole album is stunningly miscast, misproduced, just fucking... It's a misstep. It's a misstep. It's a, misstep. it's a... Yeah. It's, you missed the step and you fell down like the A stairs rocky of, like, ravine. <laughs> like, this was... I feel like on on some level therapeutic for him to like cosplay this fantasy um, of a functional like you know American adolescence and uh, made all these music videos where he's like bopping around with a fucking fedora and like living his best life. Yeah, oh, um, he's wearing a fedora in many of the music videos. By the way, we haven't right. mentioned that classic yeah. high school move. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't tell you how many high school <laughs> were wearing fedoras, <laughs> the ones with girlfriends and breakups and stuff like that. Yeah, that were rappers. <laughs> yeah, the cool uh, ones, the ones that. Could get the knockout or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fucking but the price is wrong. <laughs> the price is wrong. The price anybody paid for this album, which we certainly didn't, would be fucking wrong. Yeah, I feel like it was a super poignant title to the. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the track yeah. and to sum it sum really up the entire album yes, i mean yes. yeah we got cashed a bad we tried to cash a bad check and the, the price is wrong and i would love the you know the the past not not the past two hours with you guys because i love you guys but the the hours worth of listening to this album i would like that back please thank you same thank you hard same so 
do we feel it's probably time it's probably that time to do our uh, our rating right of, yeah. of the album um which is a thing that as you know it's a true hardcore stuffy i'm sure you've already thought about the answer to this question i have right? i have Russell? some candidates oh uh, i lo- oh we got options I, I have a couple ideas okay so you're gonna um, pick our quantifier idea, man i was thinking either maybe like unplugged guitars because the album cover i didn't say anything about the album cover <laughs> but if you look at it it kind of looks like he's like sad that he can't play guitar Right, he's like he's real slouchy. He's slouching in like this fancy furniture, right? And he's like, I have everything, but I still fucking can't play guitar. And he's I'm, like looking and I'm with a frown at his guitar, or, or maybe that he can't figure out that it's unplugged, like the plug is on the ground. Like he's like, why isn't it making the sound? Where's my fucking engineer? So um, I was thinking unplugged guitars <laughs> or um, stacks of styrofoam cups to reference his unfortunate drug habit. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I like unplugged guitars. Yeah, I guess the styrofoam cup seems a little more dark. of a bummer. Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. if I didn't phrase it like that, but like definitely like a big factor in this album existence. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right. So as you know, we give uh, you know our albums a cumulative rating of zero to negative five of quantifier, which you have chosen, unplugged guitars, and negative uh, five is the worst of the worst, and zero is kind of true neutral because uh, we don't listen to good music on the show that's kind of the whole point uh so what would be your rating russell i'm gonna go ahead and give it boy because here's the thing i really there's a lot of factors to to think about like how like how bad is little wayne on this album how bad is this album <laughs> in general how bad were the songs on it right i'm always i'm like i don't know like like bad. He, here's the thing <laughs> he set me up to be like he's gonna be great it's not like those other like ones you do where it's like this fucking artist sucks like you never heard of him before they inexplicably came out with an album at all and then it, of course it was garbage like whoever those those young girls or whatever shags the shags right that yeah. was fucking yeah. weird um <laughs> it's fucking weird but who expected it to be good no one right that was weird to have them make music but this guy he's making music that's great for years so it's a shame so i feel like that should make him lower so i'm gonna go (laughs) i'm gonna go excuse me go ahead and and give him uh you got something caught in your throat like lil wayne does for this entire album (laughs) get the physical pain of having to listen to this and think about it uh i'm gonna give him a negative four and i know that's pretty low but it was pretty bad. Yeah. It was really bad. All right. All right. Yeah. Negative yep. four unplugged guitars. Unplugged guitars. Yeah. I Which say, makes maybe yeah. one plugged in guitar? Negative four unplugged expensive <laughs> guitars. If I, could, if I could additionally qualify Oh, yeah. That. No, that's important. They're very expensive. Yeah. There was a lot of money uh, dropped in this. Uh, on, on your this. fucking head? On my fucking head. Yeah. It hurt. I think that's that's also the the tragedy about all of this, right? Because not only was Lil Wayne like pretty much at the top of his game, um, but he had so much so much money was spent on this, and like it was marketed to people. People had high expectations, um, or maybe tempered expectations, but for the most part, nobody was looking for this. And I, I really wonder, like, how many things had to go wrong to make this happen. You know what I mean? Was it just like his like tragic childhood? Was it the fact fact that he had like endless yes men around him telling him that like everything he was doing was fine it was a perfect was, storm yeah was it was it the cough syrup was it the fucking like you know uh legal trouble was it you know wrestling with his own mortality i don't know what it was but it got him really fucking emo and instead of like writing in a journal about it or like making some really fucking sick hip-hop about it he made this 
And that is very sad. <laughs> and I think, yes, makes me harsher on it because you know his capacity. And and thankfully, he's he's come back to, to that to an extent. But this was a very, very low point um, in Lil Wayne's career. And I will give it a negative four as well. Wait All right. Well, um, this is an interesting album to me. Uh, it, it's 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 definitely by any objective measure terrible. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> it is bad in, in so many ways, lyrically, musically, uh, thematically, uh, it, it just mentally. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy bad. But I think of one thing when I listen to this album that is sort of similar in a different type of media. I think of the movie Freddy Got Fingered by Tom Green, um, and that that similar to this album, that is a movie. That is something that was made by someone who everyone knew could not pull off that medium in a way that would work in any yeah. sort of mainstream acceptable way. Yeah. Uh, and yet they threw millions of dollars at him to do it anyway because he had clout in this other arena in his weird TV show. It's like Michael Jordan fucking leaving basketball to go play for a farm team. Nobody ever would have expected Lil Wayne to make a good rock album. And yet they fucking let him do it. The label gave him the money to do it. They gave him the studio time. They put these bands together. They got him Travis Barker. And then the result is Rebirth, which is just crazy bad. But it's crazy. It's bad in such a fucking... You can't even believe it exists. And it's like, I feel the same way about Freddy Got Fingered. And you know what? I kind of like Freddy Got Fingered. It's fun. It's yeah, a I fun would movie. rather watch it's that. It's a fun movie to watch because it's just like, what the fuck am I watching? And with this <laughs> album, I said, what the fuck am I listening to on all, nearly every song? There's a ska song on this. There's a song where There's Lil Wayne song. is doing ska. <laughs> so you know what? It's bad, but like, I, 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 I had fun with it. I'm giving it a negative three. All right. All right. Fucking unplugged guitars. <laughs> All right, Stoppies. Uh, we want to thank our guest, uh, Russell Chisholm, our good friend, Russell Chisholm. Yay. Thank you for oh, being on the guys. show. Thank you guys awesome. for having me. Dude. This was so much fun. Listen, right. this was a hard obligation, and, yeah. and you well, yeah, you came I mean, through, couldn't. motherfucker. You came I all the way out here. It's great. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you, you got anything? Uh, I know you got some uh, some live streams. Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you may know me, uh, or you may, <laughs> should I say, not know me <laughs> from my uh, Twitch where I am Redfinger Gregor, uh, which I don't know, misspell it, who cares? I'm not going to be streaming on it, but who knows? Maybe I will. So wait, so keep, what keep you... an eye out for me on Twitch. Redfinger Gregor. What is yeah, the origin of that? I don't know the that? URL. Well, it's a, it's a character I made in Dark Souls. So I mostly I stream Dark Souls because I, <laughs> I like pain, I guess, and I hate myself. Um, and that's why you were perfect for the show yeah. today, yeah, that's, Russell. That's kind of my thing. That's kind of my thing. <laughs> so I don't know. Thing. Russell, you're the best. Uh, thanks. Uh, Thank you. Stoppies, you're the best. Thank you so much uh, for listening to this fucking podcast. Jesus Christ. If you like what we do, it would be cool if you subscribe to us on iTunes and listen to us on Spotify and, you know, shout shout us out and uh, leave reviews and all that good stuff. You can find us on Twitter at Make It Stopcast, also on Instagram and Facebook and MakeItStopPodcast.com. And we are on Podbean and Stitcher and uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that good shit. Um, so check us out. Give us a like. You know, it's cool. Support, support us. We need your validation. Uh, and we'll see you next time, Stoppies. Super. Whoop. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, su-
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.